Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live. Huh. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watching going in the Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. And available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it to make sure you always got your new going in raw notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety of reward tiers over there. We do. If you guys want to know about our thoughts on AJ Styles inviting Finn Balor to join the OC, uh, you'll have to plunk down you, for it. You would have found out yesterday if you were a YouTube channel member or a patron. That's right. We got YouTube channel memberships. You we got a new that. one. Jonathan Butcher. Welcome. Oh, welcome, Jonathan Butcher. Let me see if we have any new patrons. I didn't notice any yesterday. Nor did I. Um, are you going to be conducting some backstage interviews with that? Uh, no, I'm going to drop promo. Desmond Campbell and Logan Hauser. Finally. Thank Larson you, is back. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. The flag. Oh, it doesn't stay on very well. No, it doesn't. Oh, here we go. We'll do this. Oh, Ms. TV. Ms. TV. I came go. to play. I came to play. So anyways, uh, yeah, uh, before we launch into our SmackDown Live review, uh, there's uh, a little bit of potentially, <laughs> well, not potentially, news. We had been talking yesterday about uh, what's Charlotte going to do yeah. at SummerSlam? She can insert herself in that match. It kind of felt that way. During the the Ember Moon Bailey, uh, so the Ember Moon Charlotte match, and then Bailey got involved a little bit. Ember Moon was yeah, dropping yeah, yeah, beautiful yeah, yeah, eclipse yeah, on everybody. Oh, fantastic. And then Charlotte gave an interview where she sort of steered away from that. She didn't really indicate that she was going to try to join that match. No, she, she was upset that she didn't have a match, and she was uh, uh, listing off her qualifications and uh, and her her bona fides, yeah, her credentials, yes. And she was saying, "I'm the best." And I want to prove that I'm the best of all time. And whenever somebody says of all time, you get the sneaking suspicion that just maybe they're talking about a legend. Correct. And uh, so, spoiler alert, this will probably be revealed next week or, or sometime the week thereafter. The week. Yeah, I mean, there's only two weeks. Really maybe total. on WWE's Twitter feed, just, you know, yeah, sometime. Especially now this news broke. It's entirely so possible. If you don't want to get this info from us in terms of who Charlotte's going to face at SummerSlam, what returning legend is coming back. Just mute it for like five minutes or yeah, just we'll, skip ahead. We'll, we'll keep it brief. Yeah. Uh, this is from Pro Wrestling Sheet. Quote, Pro Wrestling Sheet has learned a WWE Hall of Famer is likely to wrestle a match at SummerSlam against a current day superstar. Sources tell us Trish Stratus has been talked to WWE to appear at the upcoming pay-per-view event in her hometown of Toronto. Mm. So what does that have to do with Charlotte? Mm. Well, Pro Wrestling Sheet might have your answers. But to say, quote, as uh, you may have seen on SmackDown last evening, Charlotte promised to wrestle someone at SummerSlam and said she wants to prove she's the greatest female superstar of all time. Flair also referred to herself as the queen of all eras of women's wrestling on social media after tonight's show. Uh, prior to Charlotte, I believe, Trish Stratus was the most decorated 
women's champion WB history. I think Charlotte has surpassed her in terms of uh, women's title range. Trish had seven. I want to say Charlotte has nine, but let me double check that. Yeah. Um, so uh, you got the two most decorated champions, uh, women champions in WB history, uh, squaring off against each other at SummerSlam. Uh, eight. Sorry, no, nine. One Divas title, four Raw women's titles, and four SmackDown women's titles. As Charlotte. Yeah, as far as a, I mean, a definitive passing of the torch uh, mm-hmm. in the women's division, given that the women's revolution is fairly new, um, I mean, the last, I mean, you've got, you've got two people in the Attitude Era and, and forward. You've got Trish and Lita. I mean, that's kind of who you have. Um I mean, if you want to try to go back further than that, you might, you could maybe say Alundra Blaze, <laughs> fabulous Moolah, I guess. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, this, I mean, this, this is, you know, this is, this will be fun. I mean, this will be fine. Yeah. This is good. People I mean, like Trish Stratus. Yeah, and we saw in, still in, looks amazing. In, well, unlimited sample size when she's returned um, since her retirement, um, it seemed like she'd still go. Yeah. So um, if they give Charlotte and Trish. Plenty of time to work out their match, mm-hmm. uh, book it out, practice. Um, I think it'll be real good. Yeah, no, I agree. How old is Charlotte these days? Uh, she's still in her early thirties. Early thirties, okay. All right, so there's about a ten year difference there. Yeah, um, Trish is forty three. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, now we've seen her. We saw her at the at the first women's rumble. Mm-hmm. Was she at the second women's rumble? Mm-hmm. Wait, has there been a second women's rumble? Yeah. Did they do two all morning? Yeah. Okay. Oscar won and then uh Oscar and then, and then uh, Becky won. Becky won. Well. Oh, that's yes, Becky won. But then her uh Trish and Lita had a tag match at uh, Evolution. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh so yeah. That's cool. You interested in that match? Yeah. I like it a lot better than Charlotte inserting herself yet again yeah. into another match. It's, that'd it's, be it, that'd be bad. Yeah, no. Um it's I mean fitting with her character, but yeah, bad. Um I find the SmackDown aspect of the SummerSlam card right now far more interesting than the Raw side. Yeah, I find yeah SmackDown in general is just better. Anyways, they just need to. Pre- I think again, it's gonna it's gonna go to the in October when Fox takes the reins. Mm-hmm. I think SmackDown will feel like an A show. Yeah, it's just WWE has had when they're since they've been on USA with SmackDown. No idea how to present SmackDown as an A show. You can put Roman over there; it's still not going to feel like an A show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you got Raw reunion, and you know, it, it's you know that kind of thing's never going to happen. On all right, what's the AEW? AEW. Uh, Wednesday, AW. October second, live from Washington D.C.'s Capital One Arena. Dang it! I was hoping it was going to be at the Mall of America. What a bummer. That's um, the one. This arena. That's that's the that's the the. Uh, where the Wizards and the Capitals play mm-hmm. in downtown D.C. That's cool. So that's breaking as of seven minutes ago. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, SmackDown is still the, the show The show with the stories that actually uh, uh, evolve. It's a better show. And there's actual story beats hit. Yeah. Narratively, it's the better show, but it's lacking in the moments that Raw tends to give you. Yeah, sure. Raw is the moment show. Yeah. Dramatically inert, yes. <clears throat> but you get the moments on Raw. Uh, SmackDown is a more dramatically narratively satisfying show, but you lack the moments that Raw provides. Raw always tries to go for the home run, and they have sometimes they need probably to play. like a three hundred batting average. I mean, that's good. That's really good. Uh, yeah, but isn't I mean three hundred is three out of ten. Yeah, but for yeah. baseball, if you're using baseball no, analogy, for really baseball, good. that's really good. Yes, yes. For like just sheer percentages with Raw, when you have ten opportunities yes. to do so and you yes. only hit three three yes. times, 
not great. Well, I was going to say that sometimes Raw needs to play small ball. Yes. So when the home runs, so instead of hitting a bunch of uh, home runs with no one on base, yeah, you put some people on base, <laughs> right? Playing a little small ball yeah. first, maybe move some runners over with some sacrifice bunts. There you go. You know, you just take. I mean, I, mine was meant as just the sheerest, the sh- most shallow of metaphors. Runner on second, uh, less than two outs. Practice. Hit a ground ball to the right side of the infield, move that run over to third. Sacrifice fly, you get that run in. Yeah. Um, rather than just going and hitting a bunch of single home runs. Oh God. Yeah. Get people on base first. You were on fire yesterday with Toonses. Today. No, I think that's a great metaphor. <laughs> uh, SmackDown, on the other hand, they're just consistent. Like, just over the past couple weeks, anyway. Well, I've seen the last two weeks. Um, they've been they're back to sort of being sort of consistent. Yeah, they're like the uh, um, the mid '80s St. Louis Cardinals. Not okay. a whole lot of pop. Yeah, a lot of speed. Yeah. Small ball. Yeah, Raw on the other hand is maybe the Bash Brothers. Yeah, that's close. That's good. That's not bad. That's not bad. You've seen that thing, right? Yeah, it's great. It's weird. It's very weird, but it's so awesome. By the end of it, I t- what was what's the dude's name? Uh, not is it Yorma, the one who portrayed yeah, Mark yeah, McGuire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him as Mark McGuire. You must not be that familiar with Mark McGuire. Though. No, I know I do know Mark McGuire, but <laughs> at the beginning I was like, "That's terrible." By the end, I was like, "I'm all in on him as okay, Mark McGuire." Okay. I thought it was great. I never once saw any Sandberg as Canseco. No, that never made sense. McGuire is my favorite player growing up, so I couldn't quite ah okay suspend disbelief to that degree. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so yeah, no, I thought I thought SmackDown was fine. I didn't do a community poll. I figured people either just give it a yay or in between. I'm sort of. You know, sorry I didn't let you guys make that decision. I made the decision for you, but it was either a yay or an in between. Yeah, um, I thought it was just fine. Yeah, I it was a fun show. It is kind of weird, though. I mean, honestly, it is weird. All the you know the the give WWE women a chance or whatever that hashtag is. It is weird that like WWE hasn't seen that and been like, yeah, hey, maybe we should do something that's a bit more than just... Yeah, there was like 30 seconds of, of, of women's wrestling action on the show. Well, you have Ember Moon and Charlotte in a match together. Give them a match. I know. And if you want to scrub it at the end, scrub it at the end. Yeah, I know. That's fine. Like, build up Ember Moon so that she looks like she might have a chance against Charlotte. Yes. And then scrub it, and that's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. But let them fight for like at least five minutes. Yeah. No, they got like, like 30, 60 12. seconds. Yeah, no. You know, I mean, you had a ter- there was a terrific uh, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura match. Yeah, Apollo Cruz. I loved I loved all the stuff between uh, Randy Orton and Kofi Kingston. That was great. All that stuff was great. That I was really good. <laughs> the Miz TV stuff was awesome. Oh yeah, I love that. Uh, Mustafa Ali talking about transitioning into writing. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Confirm new uh, backstage creative head. Mm-hmm. Mustafa Ali. He writes the story now. <laughs> there you Pen go. is in his hand. Uh, how many scrub? So that was a clean finish. Well, like the main event, that really didn't happen. That was a scrub. Were there any like actual? Well, the Nakamura match was a clean finish. Yeah, that's what I just said. Oh, all right. But there wasn't. That was that the only clean finish on the show. Uh, yeah, because the Kofi Smojo match ended mm-hmm. in a scrub finish. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Just one. So you can't really speak highly about that. But you know, they're building the SummerSlam. At this point, you need a lot of scrub finishes because what else are you going to do? Yeah. You know? Well, at least the scrub finishes, I kind of felt like the scrub finishes weren't necessarily there just so no one had to take a loss. They were at least trying to uh, propel stories. I think the Joe one was there so he didn't take a loss. So Joe Somewhat. But I, it also was there to, to, to advance the Randy. Yeah, Kofi sure. Story. No, it, it wasn't simply. Commentary sold that really well. Too. Yes. Anyways, uh, let's start at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, first thing we learned uh, for the show. New Day, 
was on commentary for the first hour. Yeah, so sadly, Byron Saxon's dad passed away. Mm-hmm. And so he's uh, been taking care of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then who else is on the... Corey. Corey. Yeah. Corey wasn't there. Yeah. I didn't really say why. Didn't... Uh, oh, man. I thought somebody on Twitter... You said he quit. But I believe that was sarcasm. Didn't somebody say something about Corey being on a movie set or something? Oh, maybe. Okay, I could be making that up, man. I don't know. My, my jet lag is still. In all right, full all right. Here, continue. So, if chat has something on court where Corey Graves was last night, let us know. Um, so, anyways, yeah, no. Uh, uh, Xavier Woods and a Big E read commentary. I know they had said that HBK was going to be in commentary, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Okay. Um, but, anyways, they're terrific. They're great. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Shane McMahon comes out and he accepts Kevin Owens' SummerSlam challenge. Uh, where Kevin Owens basically says, uh, if I lose, I'll quit. Uh, Shane throws to some footage of uh, like about a year ago or so. It was when Kevin Owens sat in the middle of the ring after a loss, and he says, uh, I quit. Yeah. Kevin Owens comes out, and he says, you know, I'm glad you rolled that footage. That was when I was at a low point in my career. That's not the Kevin Owens of, of okay. now. No. That's the Kevin Owens of old. Yes. I'm now. I'm Kevin now. Owens. I'm new Kevin Owens. Yeah. Patrick Sparks says movie set here in chat. Okay. All right. I didn't dream it. Uh, and then, yeah. Uh, so Kevin Owens says, yeah, if I lose, I'll quit. But here's the thing. I'm not going to quit because I'm going to I'm gonna beat you up. Beat the heck out of you, man. Really good. Yeah. yeah beat you up real good. Uh, but then he says, uh, you know what? I don't even want to wait. I want to beat you up now. Uh-huh. Shane O'Mac says... Whoa! Says, I'm not. I'm not dressed to wrestle. Yeah, I'm dressed to sweat <laughs> under these lights. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you will have a match tonight, and it'll be against uh, Roman Reigns. I was so sad that he didn't say Buddy freaking Murphy. Oh, because cool. remember last week? Oh, you didn't? Did you watch the town? Okay, Mm-mm. so last week during the town hall, during Shane McMahon's town hall, uh, Buddy Murphy stepped up. And he said, uh, "Yeah, I, heard, I read about that." Yeah, yeah, and it was great. And Shane Man said, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep that in mind." Yeah, that'd been cool. Yeah. So I was hoping he'd say, "You have a match against Buddy Murphy." That'd been cool. Gah! Who wouldn't want to see Kevin Owens versus Buddy, Buddy I Murphy? I want to see that. I don't think anybody wouldn't want to. See can, that. And then you have the scrub finish, so Buddy doesn't take a pin. Have a good showing for him. Scrub finish. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, it's um, gonna be Roman Reigns. Yeah. Yeah. Fight Roman Reigns. Yeah. Because Roman Reigns allegedly is a SmackDown superstar. Yeah, but it's a weird situation because Roman's feuding with Shane and, and Drew. Yeah. But the way that Shane proceeded to stack the tables against Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it op, it's like the optics for Roman are kind of weird in that mm-hmm. respect. Yeah. No, I know. It was I weird. Agree. It was a weird choice. It was weird. I mean, I understand in terms of name recognition, it's a huge match, but it's kind of an odd choice. Anyways. I wasn't. No, I wasn't. You're right. I mean, I wasn't entirely sure, like, motivationally speaking, why did Shane do that? Yeah. You know? No, you're right. I mean, what you're really doing, Shane, what he's really doing is, is setting the table for them to get beat up. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because you would think that uh, Shane's faction of, of sorts has numbers advantage. Elias is t- horribly hapless. I got good He's even, a detriment to the team. He couldn't let's be honest. time keep properly. No. <laughs> he's sitting there and he's like, okay, ring the bell. He's like. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, he, he, he's, he's a detriment to the team. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, if, if Roman and Drew were in a thing together right now, that might have made a bit more sense. But they're not, seems, right? I don't know. I don't know if they know what they're doing with Roman in terms of SummerSlam. Yeah. It feels that way. Like well, They don't know what to do with Roman for SummerSlam. Yeah. Is it going to be Drew again? Is Drew going to lose uh, to Roman again? God, I hope That not. can't happen. Anyways, we see Shane backstage. Uh, Elias and Drew approach him. Um, and they're all, they're all, you know, get him daps. 
His propers. Mm-hmm. Propers. Um, and then Shane says, uh, this isn't enough. Uh, I'm going to make uh, Drew special guest referee um, for, the, for the Owens Reigns match. Elias, you're going to be the guest timekeeper. And I, Shane, I make myself guest ring announcer. Yeah. So they're all at their ringside with the idea that they can jack with Kevin Owens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, after that, Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Apollo Crews. Ooh, boy. This was fun. This was a heck of a match. Um, and it was enhanced by, uh, because they had, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention this part. They wheeled in uh, the plant, David Otunga. Yeah. <laughs> Poor David. He's not good, man. He hasn't gotten any better. No. He doesn't practice, apparently. Like, there's, there, so you know how, like, uh, sometimes when they're either going to throw to commercial or come back from a commercial, they're going to throw to a clip, like a, a package. Yeah. They have them basically just read a script. It's obviously yeah, yeah, just yeah, reading yeah. a script. Yeah. Man, Otunga was like the worst at that last night. There was like an ex- like 30 seconds of dialogue that he was just reading script, mm-hmm. and it was just so bad. Mm. I feel so. I feel for that guy. I wonder if he, if it, you know, like doing commentary is hard. Having to think on your feet. I don't think for a second it's easy. Absolutely. No, no, no. Um, and yeah, that, yeah, compounding that is probably Vince in your ear, whomever's in your ear, giving you barking direction at you while in the midst of you trying to talk. Yeah. That can't be easy. Yeah, but man, there are so many different options that I feel like. Where's Nigel, by the way? Where's Nigel? Was he not on Two Hundred Five Live? No, it was Vic Joseph and. Uh, Does they in English? In English, yeah. No, no, Nigel, huh? No, Nigel. Where Interesting. Was he? He's like the. Is best. he doing a movie too? Maybe he and Corey are just doing a movie. Right? movie. I would watch the sh- out of that movie. Yeah, buddy I comedy. Would watch please. that movie so hardcore. Please. Buddy comedy. Corey Graves and Nigel, Nigel McGinnis and Corey. That'd be amazing. And then you throw in Booker T as their lieutenant. Oh gosh, yes, <laughs> as the lieutenant. Hell yeah, man. That'd be amazing. But he's a lieutenant who misses being part of the squad. Yes. So him and Corey aren't at odds. Booker wants to be part of it, but he has to exert his 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 authority at some yeah. point because he is their boss. He is their boss. He doesn't want to do it. He doesn't really want to. He be, has though. to. Yeah, but so he's, too, he's too good at his job that they promoted him. Depth of character there. <laughs> he really just wants to be hanging out with Corey Graves and Nigel. Oh man, that'd be the best movie. Man, ever. we got to get on that. The French yeah. Connection three. And uh, speaking about your Tunes's. <laughs> Tunes's tweet about you wanted to direct a movie. Well, I deserve a producer credit for that. I know, I agree. No, I want, I want this to be a collaboration. Okay, okay. you know, absolutely. no, I don't want to do any work. I just put the idea. Producers in your head. don't do any work. Well, so executive perfect. producers don't That's do perfect. any work. I'll text you if I need ideas. Sometimes. There you go. There you go. Because yeah. I put the, I planted the seed in your brain. Therefore, I deserve a credit. No, absolutely. That's how it should work. I think that's actually how it does work. Yeah, that's how it works. Producers don't do anything. This match was terrific. It was good. Yeah. This match was absolutely terrific. Um, Apollo Cruz. Uh, lots of false finishes. What is this here? Cruz evades Kinshasa, hits an Inseguri, an Olympic slam, only gets a two. But New Day, man, they were about to Oh, they were selling the hell out of, uh, yeah, of everything uh, Apollo was doing. Uh, Sean Lindsay here says that Vic said Nigel's at the UK Performance Center training with the NXT UK people. Okay, well, that's awesome knowledge that he's giving them. However, I need my Nigel on TV, mm-hmm. not at the Performance Center. That's what they have Cassius Ono over there to could, do, to could train he, people. Couldn't he just fly out Wednesday? Yeah, right? Like, tickets are not that expensive. <laughs> Anyways. Like, compared to all the Saudi money they have, $1,200 ticket, he probably gets, like, the $2,500 ticket, so he gets the little... A little pod. A little pod. In first class. It probably costs way more than 2500 Yeah, no, it does. I think first class. Like, I don't know what that is. If that's business or first class. I think it's first. If yeah. that's first, yeah, I think that's closer to, like... 
So I think business class, you just get a little more leg room. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. That's like 2500 bucks. Yeah. Uh, did you mention when Cruz, they had the Kinshasa, hits it in Sagiri, Olympic Slam gets the two count, and that's when New Day lost their mind. Oh, man, that was great. That was great. That was awesome. Uh, and then uh, Nakamura evades a, a standing shooting star press from Apollo, hits Kinshasa for the win. Um, afterwards, he starts beating up Apollo uh, in the ring. They end up on the floor. Uh, Nakamura runs down basically the entire length of the ramp, hits mm-hmm. another Kinshasa. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, booking, they're finally booking heel Nakamura well. Yeah. Because instead of just being a, a, a front area shot artist, he's actually being really vicious. Yeah. Now, Mustafa Ali, uh, a little bit. Oh, I'll get to that when I get to it. Uh, yeah, it was a terrific match. I hope they continue to keep. We'll talk about it during the Mustafa Ali thing. All right. Uh, Sonia Mandy backstage where uh, Mandy had said that she had gotten them a match against, against the, the Iconics. Iconics. Non-title, she said, you know, hey, remember that time we overheard Kevin Owens talking trash about Shane McMahon? That's right. Well, I told Shane that, and now I got us a match against the Iconics. And, and Sonya's like, for the tag titles? No, but if we win, we get a title shot. It was This was a little bit awkward, though, because they she... She, I swear, am I? Didn't Sonya say? So you're saying we get a tag title match next week? She says yes, and if we win, we get a tag title match. Oh, okay. It was something weird like that. Again, I was trying to pay attention. Maybe I got that wrong, but I was like on Twitter. I was like, did anybody catch that? Was that awkward, or was that just me? It was probably just me. And jet lag. Yeah, jet lag. Everything. I'm just gonna blame everything from now on jet lag. Mustafa Ali promo. This is really good. Just a camera. There was none of this weird vigilante stuff. It was just him in a stairwell. About saying that he's going to write his own narrative. He's yeah. in control of his own destiny. Yeah. He has the pen in his hand, and he's mm-hmm. going to write the story. He said, if that pen runs out of ink, I will finish the story in my own blood. Yeah. Wow. It was great, dramatic, intense stuff. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. So what's the, you mentioned uh, Ali in, in relation to Nakamura in some capacity. Well, uh, a couple of weeks ago, or before I left, or at some point, he went up to Nakamura after yeah, yeah, he won yeah. that title. Yeah. And touched the title. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I can't think of a better, you know, we, we've always been a big fan of ladder matches in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just the IC division, I think that could be terrific. It could be uh, Nakamura, Paulo Cruz, mm-hmm. Mustafa Ali, mm-hmm. Almas, uh, Alistair Black, Almas, mm-hmm. uh, and then like maybe Cesaro, mm-hmm. right? Put him in a ladder match. Mm-hmm. Uh, or. Some other kind of cool match. Yeah. I don't know. At SummerSlam. Elimination Chamber. Uh, well, that's his own pay-per-view. That's his own pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, Six-pack challenge. That's even better. Wild card rule. He can't do wild card anymore. Wild card final. Wild card final. Put him in a wild card final six-pack challenge. There you go. And there you have there it all you right there. Um, no, I think I think it'd be terrific. Well, here, like Nakamura with that trench coat thing he has now, he looks like a like a a, 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 a villain. Disney villain. Yeah, he looks yeah. like a villain. He does. So you can keep up with Mustafa Ali doing the Batman thing. He's like a Cruella Deville type. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would still all work. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. What other people seem to have confirmed? I think what I said. They said I heard that too. I heard it too. Oh, all right. Mandy did uh, mess it up a bit. I think it. Was, I I think it was. Yeah, yeah. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. 
Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, next, we had Ms. TV with special guest HPK Shawn Michaels. Um, first, before uh, Ms. introduces the heartbreak kid, uh, he tosses to a video a recap package of Raw Union. Raw Reunion. <laughs> Raw Union. Raw Union. Which did over 3 million. Yeah, no. Which did it? It all three hours pulled over three million. Which views. means they're gonna do a lot more of that stuff. Which means, yeah, nostalgia's here to stay. At the did you watch of, uh, uh, everybody else? Watch did you watch? Uh, have you been watching Road to All Out? Mm-mm. I think there's been two episodes. Yeah, so the second far. one just came out, I believe. So yeah, the second one has uh, the Tully interview in it where he talks about Sean Spears. They've actually done a pretty decent job. Like I went back and I watched the first one. I watched the second one yesterday. Or I watched both of them yesterday, rather. And uh, yeah, they did. They, number one, they're really well produced. Yeah, the production value is great, and uh, and they do seem to be concentrating all their efforts on uh, getting Sean Spears to a point of legitimacy after the WWE basically ruined him. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's pretty damn good. Like, his, he had like a little sit down interview with Jr. Yeah, yeah, it's really good stuff. Yeah, Jr. For the most part, remembered who he was. <laughs> and it was it was obviously not scripted. And that's yeah, what, it was really fun. It was cool. Good yeah, stuff. Uh, so after the Raw reunion uh, recap, uh, Miz introduces Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. New Day's rocking out to his theme. Xavier Woods singing along. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awesome. You have uh, Big E playing air guitar in his tag title. That was good. He had some interaction with uh, Kyle O'Reilly on Twitter, on Twitter yeah. as well. That was fun. <clears throat> Uh, so yeah, no, and they, they chat a little bit and th- this actually came off as very natural and unscripted as well. Yeah. And it probably was, it was probably yeah, unscripted. Yeah. Um, because they've got, you know, they, they were in a movie together, of course, the Marine six and Miz did not forget to plug that again. Yeah. He did a couple times at least. And, uh, and Sean Michael says, you know, yeah, I know what it was like to be a young talent back in the day, wanting to get the old timers out of the way or in his time, anybody in the way of his belt mm-hmm. <laughs> of the world title out of the mm-hmm. way. Um, but uh, yeah, you said also uh, at the same time what Stone Cold said is true. We're all family. It's mm-hmm. always so much fun when we get together. Yeah. Um, and then he starts putting over Seth Rollins. Mentioned how they kind of had a uh, he's now an honorary member of the Click. Mm-hmm. And then interrupted by I'm here to show the world Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he comes down the ring. He says, you know, Sean, I used to really like you, but now when I see you, I, you're you're embarrassing. You're yeah. an embarrassment. He says your Goldberg match bad. Um, and he, he calls him out for his return to the ring um, at a, was it Crown Jewel? Is that where it was, the tag match? It wasn't at Crown Jewel, was it? God, was it? I think so. There was Greatest Rumble. And then Crown Jewel. Oh, maybe it was Crown and Jewel. And then Super Showdown. It wasn't the last one. The last no. one was Goldberg. Okay, yeah, yeah it was Crown yeah, Jewel. Yeah, Crown yeah. Jewel. And so I always think there was more of those than there were, but there, there was that Australian Super Showdown. Yeah, that, that was Super Showdown. Yeah, it was a month before Crown Jewel. Um, and says, uh, when HBK came back to the ring, it broke Dolph's heart because he was an embarrassment. And uh, Shawn Michaels said... He uh, had the line of the freaking night, man. Yeah, Maybe says, of the month. He says, I'm not going to disagree with you. It yeah. was embarrassing. But... I'd rather Dolph. have 
a legacy to show for it than to look back on my career and having accomplished nothing except being referred to as a second-rate Shawn Michaels wannabe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, ooh, ooh, piss off ghost. Yeah, and then Dolph's like, well, the only second-rate Shawn Michaels I see is standing in front of me. It's a terrible comeback. Bad comeback. Terrible comeback. Yeah. And then Miz gets in there and says, well, Dolph, all you do is complain. Do something. He said, in this business, you can't just sit there and say, it should have been me. You have to make it you. you. Yeah. So um, do something about it. Yeah. So do something. Dolph swings for HBK. Well, there's some posturing first. Yeah. Like uh, people start taking off their jackets. Oh, yeah. Like the Miz and Dolph are going to go at it. Um, HBK steps in between them. And then, yeah, Dolph swings for HBK. Sean ducks. Dolph hits Miz. Yeah. Uh, HBK goes after Dolph a little bit, turns to check on the Miz, uh, turns back around, eats a super kick from Dolph. Yeah. And then Dolph leaves the ring. Yeah. Miz was about to attack him, but uh, didn't. Instead, mm-hmm. he checked on his Marine 6 co-star. Yes. yes. So, uh, yeah, no, I thought it was a very effective segment. Yeah, it was. It was um, good. They've done two of these. I know you said you didn't watch last week's, I think, when uh, Dolph came out and just sort of ran down Miz mm-hmm. on Miz TV. Mm-hmm. It was a really well done, very effective <clears throat> very quick segment uh and uh i mean do i care about a dolph ziggler Miz match at SummerSlam? maybe not these guys have good chemistry though as we they see have in the previous good ring matches chemistry. Yeah. yeah they do and so and i think they're friends so mm-hmm. you know in terms of the promo department they probably feel like all right well we can we can we can do whatever yeah 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 so i agree I, you know just philosophically do i want to see this match now Probably be a good match though. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be good. Match. It'll be fine. These guys, these guys have. Delivered I just, you in the know past. what I think of, dude. I think of. I, I told this to uh, to Luke on WrestleTalk. Mm. I think um, had Dolph and Kofi, uh, who you would think could put on a good match together, had they not just had a stinker at uh, oh, stomping grounds. Yeah, the cage match. Yeah, that wasn't good. I know they had a better match on SmackDown, like the next night, yeah, the next yeah, week. Yeah. But like, I think about the you know the big pay per view. And it was just a stinker. Yeah, it wasn't very good. If that was a killer match, I could have been like, oh, okay, this could be cool. Mm-hmm. But, eh, 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 I don't know. Eh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's too many other people who don't have matches at SummerSlam so You'd far. rather see. Yeah. I'd rather see. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, Charlotte Flair versus Ember Moon. This match barely got started when Bailey music hit. Mm-hmm. She made her way down to ringside. Yeah. Charlotte gets distracted by... Bailey's presence. Ember takes advantage, rolls her up, gets the win. Yeah. She rolls out of the ring so Charlotte can attack her. Her and Bailey are standing side by side, kind of celebrating, and then Ember Moon tosses Bailey into the ring. That was awesome. Charlotte nails her with a boot. Mm-hmm. And then Ember gets on the top, uh, hits an eclipse on Charlotte, mm-hmm. and then gets on the, the next turnbuckle over, hits an eclipse on oh, Bailey. It was very satisfying. Mm-hmm. Eclipses are so satisfying. This all happened to spend about two minutes. Yeah, I know. I know it was a very effective two minutes. Yeah, but, but like more match though. There should there really should. But I have feel been like more Charlotte match. and Ember Moon could deliver a hell of a match. Oh man, absolutely! Ember Moon is terrific. Um, next, we had Kofi Kingston come out uh, for a promo before his match against Samoa Joe. Uh, New Day take their leave of the commentary desk. Michael Cole joins the team. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't have the New Day out for the whole show. They yeah. didn't do anything after that. Or them. just put put Cole out there for the whole show. Yeah, it was all weird. I mean, preferably New Day. We can see plenty of Michael Cole on I agree totally. Raw. I'm just saying. For the sake of consistency, stick with it. yes. Stick with it. Um, and Kofi's out to issue his SummerSlam challenge, and unsurprisingly, he challenges Randall Orton to a match at SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah. 
given what kind of has happened the last couple of weeks. Um, Orton comes down to the ring. Uh, Kofi throws to video of a match against Orton in 2009. Um, Kofi saying it was at Madison Square Garden, November 16th, I want to say, 2009. Mm-hmm. The entire crowd was chanting his name. He thought that was a moment where he was going to ascend to the main event yeah. after that match. And they showed the, the, the shot of, of, of Kofi doing the, with the boom drop, putting Orton through the table. Crashing through the table. Yeah. yeah. And then Kofi says, but no, uh, after that match, Randy, you used your influence backstage to keep me from moving up to the main event card. And Randy goes, yeah, I did do that. Uh, you've had to work. You've had to put on a Jamaican accent. You've had to throw pancakes. I haven't had to work. I just had to be, I just had to be Randy Orton. That was good enough. I've main evented WrestleManias, won championships, two Royal Rumbles, just because I'm Randy Orton. Good. This was a killer. This was a killer promo from both these guys. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely killer. This is so good for Kofi mm-hmm. because he's totally going to win at SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, and to use the rumors from back in the day, and I've noticed some people on Twitter saying, you know, they they were pretty much just some unsubstantiated rumors. Uh, apparently, there's some. It, it, maybe it didn't happen that way. Maybe it wasn't actually Randy holding him back. I don't mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. But uh, the fact that they can go back and address that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. use it as storyline, is terrific. Absolutely terrific. Yeah. And Randy does seem like he's invested in this. Totally. He, he doesn't look like he's sleepwalking no, through no. this. Even though he'd much rather be wrestling Will Ospreay, apparently. Yes, in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Next he's going to have to wait. Next June, we'll get wait another that. 11 months for that. Yeah. Um, and Orton says, well, Kofi, you owe me all this. You didn't earn this. Mm-hmm. Randy says, I'm the one that injured Mustafa Ali. Yeah. I'm the one that knocked him out of the Elimination Chamber match. I'm the one that allowed you to have this opportunity. Which I'm reading too much into it, perhaps, but given the Mustafa Ali promo we had, I'm hoping that maybe after Orton, Mustafa Ali will then grasp yeah. at his opportunity. Yeah, there. because Mustafa said he wants to be WWE champion. He mentioned specifically the WWE championship yeah. there, yeah, yeah, not the IC title. Um, and then he says, Kofi isn't a deserving champion. And that uh, Randy can take the title off him whenever he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he then accepts Kofi's challenge, and they kind of just leave it at that. Sorry, hold on. Breaking news: Jeremy Parenti here through Super Chat said he's at the Barstow Del Taco. Oh, oh man, man, that was so good. I'm so jealous right now. That's I'm so good. literally just overcome with rage that I'm not there. Yeah, me too. It was so good. The best Holy Del Taco ever had. I didn't know Del Taco could be like that. It was. They were like because everything was double stuffed. It was double, double stuffed and super fresh. Yeah, man. That's great. It's like we were in the lab, right? Yeah, it and was. concocting it, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was. It was like, the orig- it was like their, their, uh, their, their R&D kitchen. Oh, man. <laughs> exactly. It was great. Jeremy, enjoy it. Yeah, man. We have to buy some real estate there in Barstow. <laughs> well, I'm sure we can get it for pretty cheap. Probably. I don't think it's an expensive town to live in. You're probably right. And then we're only two hours from Vegas. I know, man. That's awesome. Uh, so after that, we get Kofi versus Samoa Joe. Joe walks down the ring. He and Randy kind of pass each other on the ramp. And then Randy's like, uh, maybe I'll take this match in ringside. Yeah. So we go. He, he has a seat next to commentary. Um, a, a fun, decent match between Kofi and Samoa Joe uh, that you know is not going to have a clean finish. And sure enough, um, towards the end, Orton sneaks in the ring, goes for an RKO on Kofi. Ooh, but. Kofi evades. This is a good counter to the RKO, I feel. The uh, George Mazanin. Yeah. Right here, because Kofi put this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
He put the one that's sort of cocked here and then the extended arm. Well, you got this one seen jab. Yeah. And this one that you can actually swing through on. But either way, you're also like, try to RKO me right now. See? See, I, I have to put my face in harm's way to do it. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Um, so there can and be. And commentary, sorry, commentary put over. Kofi is savvy now after 10 years of being around. Uh, he knows then. what to expect when the Viper is going to strike. Exactly, and he knows how to counter it. It's like yep. when Guinan did this to Q. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Joe gets up. Uh, he like grabs Randy by the shoulder and starts to turn him around. He eats the RKO. <laughs> yeah, never mind. That match was a scrub not to protect Joe because Joe got chumped out. Yeah, he did. God damn it. You know, man. It was just a day ago I was talking to somebody on Twitter about, no, nah, man, Joe's still great. He's still intimidating. <laughs> he gets chumped out. He gets chumped out. I know. It's disheartening, man. Um, and then uh, Orton gets up and he eats in, uh, Trouble in Paradise. Yeah. Even Ooh. if you do this, you can't counter the Trouble in Paradise. Because yeah, it can come from over here. Yeah. Over here. Yep. Yep. S-O-S. It's a different movement. Uh, after that, Finn Balor comes down the ring. He has interview. He looks pretty dejected. He looked kind of checked out. Oh, he looked totally checked out. He's looking forward to vacation post summer. He is, Slam. man. He is. He's like me, like uh, two months ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's fine. Let's just get through it. I already got Cal on board. I'm out of here. It's soon. Like I got June 29th circle on the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> he's Finn is recently engaged, so he's looking to he's smash, got some smash, fresh, smash, some fresh ink on his elbow. That's right. Yeah. They got the matching tattoos. Yep. Good stuff. But uh, so he challenges Bray. He says, you know, I don't know what this new persona is all about. He's not real. Mm-mm. Uh, but uh, I challenge him to a match. I, I've, I've looked uh, fear in the eye. He wasn't sure if Bray uh, had something in the past to beef with him for or if he's got a new problem with Finn. Yeah, nonetheless, Finn's looked at fear in the eye has never uh, uh, ran away. Mm. He challenges Bray, and then Bray accepts his challenge via Firefly Funhouse. I love this, and it sort of confirms what we had. The idea is that we had heard from the friendos, and we had sort of thought of also perhaps that the uh, Muscle Man Dance Bray, the Firefly Funhouse Bray, would be almost a separate persona. We would see him only in the context of Firefly mm-hmm. Funhouse mm-hmm. Uh, up on the Tron, and uh, and he did. He responded to the challenge. And uh, says, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of you, Finn. You yeah. are an extraordinary man. However, the Fiend is not such a fan of yours. Yeah. Um, but I'm here to let you know that the Fiend accepts your challenge. And the camera sort of goes a little closer in on him. And he starts talking like this. He starts talking like this. Let me in. And then we get some. Yeah, and then yeah. you see the Fiend in his wherever he is. And the giant. Let me in. Cartoonish hammer, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really effective. I thought it was really well done. They've nailed the Fiend so far. Yeah. Uh, next, we had a video package uh, recapping what happened on Raw Union uh, involving the 24-7 title. Mm-hmm. In lieu of having the 24-7 title on the show, we get yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, next, the Charlotte interview. Um, Sarah was supposed to be interviewing somebody else. Instead, I think, no, maybe not. She said uh, the superstar asked for this interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And Charlotte says, I shouldn't have to ask for this interview to begin with. I'm Charlotte Flair. Yeah. I shouldn't, shouldn't be off the SummerSlam card. But I'm going to demand a match at SummerSlam, and it's going to be someone uh, better than Bailey, mm-hmm. better than Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll show that I'm the queen of all the eras. Of all the eras. Yeah. So, looking like Trish. Yup. Uh, that takes us to our main event. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns, of course, before that in the match. Shane and Drew and Elias all come down to ringside. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew looking jacked in that ref outfit. 
You know, it's funny because there was a there was a, a little non news story yesterday about uh, Seamus getting a new haircut. Yeah, did you see that? Yeah, on his Instagram or Instagram story, or something like that. That much of a new haircut? He just has hair around the he sides. Grew, he grew it out and he he made it a little nicer. But for whatever reason, he was wearing a referee. I noticed that too. Shirt. I noticed that too. And uh, the non news item, I forget. I'm sorry, I forget who the news story was. It's like I, uh, I forget who. It was. I think that story is broke by Seamus himself. <laughs> yeah. But there is speculation, of course. He's wearing a referee outfit. Is this going to lead to a new direction for Sheamus? Well, Sheamus is a big dude, and yes. Drew kind of illustrated last night why that's that. Why that's and I, I think that article is tongue in cheek. Obviously, nobody actually thinks Sheamus is going to be a ref, but uh, that's why it would be asinine if he was. Sheamus is a big dude. Drew looked hilarious as a referee because he's bigger than Roman and he's bigger than Kevin Owens. I know. Well, it's funny because he had his ref shirt. He had some black jeans on and some, yeah. and some black Air Max 270s. Yeah. And yeah, he just looked like, all right, well, I'll take my, my tucked in black t-shirt I was wearing earlier, take that off and just put this, this ref shirt on. Everybody else looked like a child compared to him and you can't have that in a wrestling So my wife was sitting next to me watching something on the iPad while this was on and she looks up and she says, Man, that referee's really buff. And I said, that's Drew McIntyre. That's Drew McIntyre. And she goes, oh, why is he a referee? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just marvel at his manliness. Hasn't she? Because I think at this point, Lacey has kind of learned just not to ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> Angie's list is now Angie. And we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Oh man, it's just it's just the easier answer is just to accept it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Shane announces the match. KO Reigns are out there. Uh, Owens grabs the mic and says, "I don't care. 
who's out here. I'm going to run through everybody to get to Shane. Roman grabs a mic and says, you're going to run through everybody, huh? Mm. You ain't going to run through me. Yeah. Match begins. Uh, they keep fighting into the corner. And rather Drew, rather than count to five and let him separate, he starts pushing his way through there. This was reminiscent of uh, Michael, Michael P.S. Hayes' yeah. time as a rat. At Star Wars 82, I believe. <laughs> Flair That's versus right. Kerry Von Erich. Yeah, he just he was, he was the most handsy ref there was. Yeah. He just kept on getting involved. Because <laughs> Drew would push his way through and come <laughs> and be like, I'm the ref and smile. I'm the ref. I can do that. Sorry, he pointed at the badge on his, on his referee shirt. But this only happened a couple times before Roman and Kale were done with it. They did this. Yeah, they did that. And then Roman attacked Drew. Tosses him from the ring. Elias mm. gets in. Owens tosses him. They're, everybody's brawling. Eventually, Owens is sent to the outside. Uh, the heels get the upper hand on Reigns. Uh, Shane's about to go for a spear on Roman. Owen pulls him out of the ring. Uh, super kicks for Drew and Elias. Roman hits a spear on Drew. Stunner for Elias. Shane gets back in the ring. Superman punch, a stunner for him. Crowd's chanting one more time, one more time. Roman does this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To KO. Uh, uh. And so Owen's another stunner on Shane. The only thing that was missing from this, of course, was Owen's hitting a stunner on Roman Reigns. I know, and I wanted that so bad. I wanted that so bad. Take a risk. I know it might turn some people on KO or against KO or whatever, but, man, have Owens hit him with that stunner. Maybe they didn't want to be too stone cold with him. Maybe. But that's what you got to do. You got to do it. He talked about running through everybody, run through Roman. Mm -hmm. That's what you got to do. At this point, you know, it's been like two weeks. The crowd would have popped huge. Oh, hell yeah. By the way, the crowd would have popped huge. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's the only thing missing. The stunners looked better, too. Yeah. People were selling them better. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't that weird, like, you know, you kick somebody in the stomach. It's not that difficult. You just go down like this. You don't, like, go like that. He has to, like, go no, find I know. you. I mean, you, but typically, though, when you sell a kick to the gut, you, do, you don't bend forward as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of maybe it's somewhat counterintuitive. Yeah, maybe. But everybody's watched the stunner enough. You'd think it'd be, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Let's answer some questions. That's a good idea. I'm in Discord. I've been ignoring Discord a couple days because of the jet lag. I'm sure they're used to it. Just because of jet lag. Uh, Vandalia1998. Do you think all the talk of quitting will lead to an actual I quit match at SummerSlam between Shane and Kevin Owens? It should. Shane should quit. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder wonder if Shane does much backstage. Like if, if, if he were to quit... Would he still be with the company? That's what I would like. Who Shane? Yeah. Well, just be on camera. He'd quit. No, no, no. I know, but like, what does he do stuff? I mean, we've heard that he, him, and Triple H have tried to talk to. I know. I saw that. We've heard that he tried to talk to. Oh, to Vince. To Vince. Yeah, I don't so know. He's got to do something backstage. Yeah. Uh, the villain Alan Black. You think the Fiend could squash Balor at SummerSlam? I wouldn't be surprised. And it'll probably be Man Balor. Yeah, it will be. I really, I really want to see it be Demon. I want to see Demon Bell take a loss and walk. No, away. I think that's something they got to build towards more, though. Comeback club, OC. Uh, let's see here, uh, Alex C. Um, oh my goodness, this is ridiculous. Since mm. Ali is no longer a vigilante superhero, but rather writing his own future. Maybe that's a superhero, though. He's the writer. Well, that's yeah. He says, does that mean he's now a comic book writer? No, I think that's his hero name, the writer. He calls him Mustafa Stanley instead of Ali. It's a bad joke. I don't know. Alex, he's usually pretty on point. Okay. Tommy Cat, welcome back, Steve. You got a great business partner in Larson. The show did not miss a beat. 
I met Jay Peterman at a baseball game last night. <laughs> Are you serious? Was it Seinfeld night or something? Oh, that's hilarious. John Hurley, that's his name. Yeah. Oh, he was great in Spam a lot when I saw it. He was yeah, awesome. I would imagine so. It was a fun show. That's well, thank funny. you, Tommy Cat. And yes, welcome back. Back, Steve. So, as you saw on your phone, and we can now confirm, Simon Miller tweeted this out uh, about, Goodness. 20, about twenty minutes ago. He said, "So Adam Mayhem kept ducking, kept ducking me after saying he'd accept any challenge for the H title until Going in Raw and uh, Society Wrestling stepped in." Therefore, on the 24th of August, 2019, Simon Miller is headed to South Korea to kick some wrestling ass. What a world. And there's the, the promotional poster, and sure enough. Way in the back, Adam Mayhem in the H title, up in the front. Simon Miller. New H champion, hopefully. We got to talk to Simon, though, and try to maybe get him some brass knuckles. You know what? Like I said, let's just let the match happen. Let the match happen. We'll talk about it. I want, I don't want to talk about it on, a show, on like this show. Let's let the match happen. Uh, Eternal Blue, AEW's TNT How about hype some like food poisoning? So like Adam Mayhem will crap his pants in the middle of the ring, and it'll be funny, and he'll be humiliated. You just want humiliation for him. Yes. Eternal Blue. I mean, I'd just like if you just like cut me a check for even a tenth of the money that I've sent him. Uh, he also have to ask, ask uh, can we get a live stream of uh, Simon Miller versus Mayhem? I don't know if they live stream it. If they did, I'd be down. Mm-hmm. I'd be mm-hmm. down for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would too. Uh, Eternal Blue, AEW's TNT hype video just dropped. Good production. I'll take a look at that when we're done here. Yeah, they do good stuff over there. They do, they do. They uh, know drama. Uh, you mentioned Jeremy Parente at Barstow Del Taco. That sounds so good. Oh, man. Uh, Eternal internet jargon, sorry. Um, Kofi's ready to fight pose reminds me of Shamrock in a tight ref shirt threatening Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13. That was very much how... Shamrock would, yeah, would uh, his posture when he was uh, gonna fight Leandro uh, Vereda, AEW TNT just made their announcement. Yep, uh, Jeffrey Nguyen, happy happy National Tequila Day, friendos. Oh, there you go. Have you tried that uh, tequila that uh, uh, Wade O'Brien gave us? This stuff over here. Yeah, I have not. It's not bad. It's pretty good. No. Yeah, I might give it a shot. I'll give it a try. Uh, Austin Cunningham I'm just happy the deal between Burger King and Alistair's ice cream truck went through mm, three many whoppers in my mouth Shackton uh, let's see here oh this is a good one Alex Foster if you guys were at the Smackdown Live town hall meeting what minor complaints would you voice they don't do the two out of three falls. They don't do that stuff. Yeah, they've gotten away from that, thankfully. They've gotten rid of the crane as the primary aid camera, which in the early days of SmackDown was my my first and foremost gripe. What problems would I have with SmackDown? Just Shane. Say, so I want less Shane. I want less of you, Shane. Yeah. That's I actually a fairly major problem with SmackDown, though. Uh, it was better last night, though. Yeah. It was better last night. More Oscar. Oh, my God. Yeah, there you go. That's More Oscar. That's a major one. More Oscar. More Kyrie Sane. Yes. I want all that. Like, why is it like... So they had their tag title match and it was Wonk finish. Are they going to do... And now, maybe they'll and do a triple threat. Maybe. That's what that has to be. They have to do that, oh, I guess. Oh, God. That would be terrible if they Asuka and Kyrie better win that match. No kidding. It's a load of crap. They're not on TV in a prominent featured role. This is a good question. Wolfpack. Because they're awesome. No, I agree. Totally. 100%. Wolfpack for life. Obviously, Kevin Owens is being groomed to be the next Stone Cold Steve Austin. 
What other superstars are the next other famous Attitude Era wrestlers? Who's being groomed to be the next Val Venus? Mm. Sexual. Finn Balor. Mm. He just got engaged. Yeah, he likes to thrust his pelvis out. Yeah. They always get really close on his bell end. Or Otis. He likes to thrust his pelvis too. Yeah. Otis is like a weird mix of like Eugene and Val Venus. Uh, Seth Rollins, I think they want him to be an next Triple H. I don't know if it's really working though. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. He's too dorky. He's too much of a nerd. Uh, Gustavo Gama with just an octopus emoji. I don't know what that means. Really? Yeah, that's all it is. It's an octopus emoji. Is that an octopus? Looks like an octopus to me. Yeah, that's an octopus emoji. I don't know what that means. I don't get it. Gus is, a, is an interesting guy. <clears throat> uh, let's see if anybody else is in Discord here. No, man. See, like, here's the thing. I pay attention to Discord and nobody says anything. Like the whole first week you were gone, I, 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 it just passed my mind because there's a lot going on. Yeah, sure. And then it was brought to my attention that I was not paying proper attention to Discord. I started paying attention to Discord and no one said anything. Yeah. The heck. Blake Whitehouse, why'd you guys take Carmella out of your intro video when you remade them? That's entirely on me and it was a, it was a bonehead move. I forgot. I just have not made time. It's one of those things that's such, that I want to do. It's just so light, low priority mm-hmm. that I keep on forgetting to do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So keep reminding me, Blake, and I will do it at some point. And now the, there's no wild card anymore. So well, no, there, there, there is, I'm sorry. There is a wild card. There's, there's no, no talk about yeah, it. Yeah, there's yeah. no brand split. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, I'll, just, I'll toss her in somewhere. Yeah, there you go. I need to. There you go. I mean, Sasha's not around. I'll take Sasha out. There you go. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Logan Finsterbush. After seeing what Liv Morgan said last week on SmackDown, what do you think her new gimmick or look will be? Um, I just watched Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville's donut show and Liv guest stars and dropped some small hints on there about her new look. So she's hmm. going to have a new look. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder what the hints were. No hints as far as what the hints were here from well, uh, within the context of a donut show, maybe they had there was like a donut with sprinkles on it, and she was like, "Yeah, maybe that." Yeah, maybe. could be glazed. Maybe she's like, "Up oh, more body oil." Yeah, anyway, you can incorporate a jelly donut into bear claw. It's still cow's gimmick. There you go. <laughs> a jelly donut. A jelly donut. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, was there a wrestler who would like throw up on command? Yeah. Uh, what's his face? Draws. Puke. Puke. Yeah. Draws. Yeah. Puke. Because jelly donut kind of. Yeah, I guess so. Or custard filled something. Custard like that. filled. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love custard. Those are all good answers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> old fashioned. There you go. She could be like an old timey person. There you go. What donut do you want to see a wrestler be? Is my question this week. I think the most difficult one might be an apple fritter. <laughs> apple fritter. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What is a fritter? It's just something that's it's something doughy that's deep fried. God, that sounds so good right like now. Like corn fritter. You ever had a corn fritter before? No, I have not. Oh, man, they're good. Ooh. It's just a, a ball of dough with corn in it. You deep fry. That sounds amazing. It's good. That sounds really good. I like cornbread. Cornbread's good, too. Man, too. I could eat that all day long. Me, too. I got to make some banana bread. Pretty yeah. hungry, dude. Yeah, me, too. I just brought some chili. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not excited about it either. <laughs> I could tell from you're probably gonna be less excited about it after I eat it. I made myself a, uh, a a little roast beef sandwich. Oh, that sounds good. Some rice. Is it fresh roast beef? No, it's just out of a thing. Oh, okay. I mean, I gotta make. I, gotta I just make bought roast. it yesterday. Does that make it fresh? But it's from Winco, so no. No, I gotta make me a roast because man, day after you make that's some, good stuff. Some roast beef sandwiches out of a, some roast. That's oh, good stuff. So good. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> 
Uh, Sammy Garcia, I appreciate the way WWE are handling Bray right now, especially how they do his promos. What? Alex C in chat says, Adam Mayhem is pretty doughy. He can be an ah! <laughs> Oh, nah, man. He's baloney status. That dude is Oscar Mayer. Meyer. Oh, um, man. My Adam Mayhem has a first name. It's B-O-L-O-N-G-Y. Uh, I appreciate the way WWE are handling Bray right now, especially how they do his promos. Who else could benefit from doing backstage promos besides Bray? I'm sorry, like Bray, besides Mustafa Ali. I think basically anybody could uh, could benefit from taking a more creative approach to promos. I agree. And Not that, just I mean, the same static shots or talking, coming out to the ring and talking. So like Bray, I mean, obviously those things are scripted. He's just really good at that. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he probably writes it. Yeah. Uh, Mustafa Ali's... Uh, are just very natural. I mean, it's just obvious that he's coming up with them. Mm-hmm. Um, he shoots them, gives it to them. It's like, you can use it if you want to. I would think that's the case. That yeah. would not surprise me if that yeah. was the case. Yeah. It would be interesting to know if maybe they've incorporated that in the program. Okay, Mustafa Ali, give us a minute. You know, Maybe, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Boy, 205 was good this week. I know, you got to check it out. It was really I'm good. excited for that uh, Shane Strickland match. Oh, boy. It is terrific. Next week, the main event so next week could be great. Drake's friendly wrestling. I know. I know. I missed that cool. week where uh, him and uh, Canellis had their standoff. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. They're doing such good stuff. Yeah, hell yeah, they are. WWE is really good. Well, 205 Live is really good. <laughs> NXT is pretty good, too. Oh, man. Anyways, uh, what do we got coming up on Overrun? Oh, you know what I did? I put up a question thread. If oh, you're... Oh. A uh, $5 and up patron. I should do this on the channel memberships too. Um, In case you are unable to watch the bonus episodes live, I'm going to start putting up uh, QA threads. There you go. So that, you know, if you're, if you watch bonus episodes, you're like, oh man, all these people are there watching live and getting their questions answered. I want my question answered too. Yeah. Uh, You will have a means to do that. Um, So I'm going to take a look at one of these questions here. And tease. Well, before we continue, I'll, I'll do this. Uh, Post Wrestling has a, a follow-up on what we talked about earlier for Pro Wrestling Sheet. Um, and uh, they have been able to, quote, confirm through multiple sources that Charlotte Flair is scheduled to face Trish Stratus at SummerSlam at, on Sunday, August 11th in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So first reported by Pro Wrestling Sheet, seemingly confirmed by Post Wrestling. Yeah, I think they said something like that, like three sources that said... They confirm that. So there you go. Looks like it's a done deal. Um, Very cool. This week or today on on Overrun, we're going to answer the question from the one and only Just AJ. Do you think a gimmick like a Vern Gagne or a Nick Bockwinkle could get over today? A wrestler who has an old school feel and essentially treats the business like it was still the 70s. He clarifies, not a time travel character, but just a generic yet charismatic character. He's been watching some old school AWA and sometimes old school wrestling is just so great. So we're going to talk about, okay. Uh, could an old school wrestler work in today's WWE? Fair enough. Uh, thanks everybody for watching. We appreciate it. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of going in raw today at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, 
it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.